This is Corporate Cafecito, where we discuss career development and entrepreneurial growth strategies. I'm Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez Guest. Go get your cafecito and let's talk about professional growth. All right, well, welcome back to another episode. I am Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez Guest. And you're tuning in to Corporate Cafecito, where today we're actually going to talk about habits. Why habits are important and what comes to mind when you hear the word habit? So, Nayeli, when you hear habit, what do you think? What comes to mind? What I triggers think, you? Uh, I think about the song from Rocio Durcal, who always says, Las costumbres. Yes. And it says, No cabe duda que es más fuerte la costumbre que el amor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, huh, you know what? Yeah, maybe it is. Because habits to me is, you know, it's the structure. It's our routine. It's how we live our lives. Um, but it's also, you know, you, you talk about those, like sometimes they're talking about drugs and they're like, this may be habit forming. And I'm like, huh, you know what? There's good habits and bad habits. Yeah, yeah. There's a negative connotation that, and positive connotation, right? Habits, uh, you know, most recently it, it, I've been studying that and, and applying, to, uh, applying them in different areas of my life. They give you a sense of freedom and accomplishment. But then there's certain areas when you hear a habit, I have to give something up. I feel restricted, right? Because you got to build something in order to get healthy. You got to stop this. So there's that restriction, right? So there's a mind shift that has to happen with that piece as well. Um, so at the core, habits create structures that allow you to have freedom, right? How often have we gone through the day without a plan and and we just feel we didn't accomplish didn't anything? anything. Right. right. It's four o'clock, five o'clock. You're like, what did I get done today? Right. But if you have it structured, you'll check off like, OK, great. You know, and guess what? You have more time. Right. You do have more time. When we're little, that's when we learn about habits. It's that eight o'clock bedtime or that nine o'clock bedtime. Or you see like we eat this for breakfast and this for lunch and this for dinner. And so a lot of our ability to create habits or form habits, we do it based on the structure we learned when we were little. Right. I've always found it fascinating because during the summer, we get like a break from habits. There's this mind shift as as a person, like when it gets to like end of April, beginning of May, we start thinking in summer and summer becomes that freedom from habits mm -hmm. and freedom from structure. And then when we hit August, we start craving that structure again because we like the we go to bed at this time, we wake up at this time, we do, we go to school, we go to work, we come home. If you think about some of those fall meals, they tend to be some of those comfort food right. that take us back to when we were either younger or little um, and we were starting to form our habits. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's funny that, that you bring that there, there's that correlation of, of when you're on vacation, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you're like, ah, eh, you know what? I, I, I could be more leisure. Right? But those habits, if you stick to them, you still continue to have that free time, whether it's in the fall and, and the summer. But the, the hardest thing is now getting back into a routine or a rhythm, right? Yes. Is that, oh. And when you, I mean, talk about vacation, right? So you're right. away for one week, you know, if, if you vacation like us, maybe one week, maybe three, five days. Um, and I'm like, I have been waking up at 6 a.m. my whole life and in five days, Rompo la costumbre, yeah. you know? And yeah. So you think yeah. about these habits. It's not just about having them and it's about keeping them and what they provide. So to me, habits provide safe limits and healthy boundaries. Yeah, so true. Um, 
Because you're balanced out, right? Because uh, and the older you get, you, the more more stringent you have to be. Not stringent, the more habits are beneficial. So, how do habits work? Let's let's get into the habit piece of how they work. First, there's got you got to be solving for something. You want to aspire to something, right? So, I know in, in one of the books that I've been reading, it, it, there's there's a cue, there's a trigger as to why you want to do something. Think about like even taking your medicine. If you take a new medicine and you have to get into the habit. Uh, one of my friends, she she jokes, she's like, my daughter sets the alarm to take the birth control pill, right? She's like, she sets an alarm. Every day it goes off and we're like, your birth control. But like, we just had to remember. Like, we didn't have phones with alarms. We didn't have, you know, like, like if you take a new medicine, you have to form a new habit because a lot of these, you know, medicines are designed for like a 24-hour dose, So sometimes habits are because we need them, because we need them to help us stay healthy. Sometimes it's because we want to reach a new goal. Talk about New Year's resolutions, and that's not a habit. New Year's resolutions is a goal. But how you get to that goal is by building these habits that'll get you there. Yeah, it's the cause and effect, Mm -hmm. right? It's the cause and effect, that trigger or that solve the problem that you're solving. There's a payoff. There's a reward to that, right? To, To your point, you take the medicine, the payoff is you're going to feel better. Right. There's that piece where like I have to stay true to this because there's a benefit to that as well. And then, like you said, you know, there's there's a New Year's resolution. It's like, yeah, working out, you may feel tired at first, but you got to keep your eye on what the end result is. And it's, sometimes it's not immediate, right? That's where habits, I, I think, tend to fall. So I guess there's there's that why statement of why you're doing that too to take you back to, okay, this is why we're doing that. So in the simplest of terms, when you want to create a new habit, is because you want to have a new structure and you want that new sense of security. You want that, you know, focus and you want to feel either, you know, more productive or safer. But ultimately, like, when we create a new habit, we have to make sure we stick with it. What is it? Is it 21 days, they say, before a habit kicks in? So think about how many days. And, you know, we actually use this for potty training with my son. And we did the 21 days and we were like, okay, you know, Alejandro, we have to, you know, let's go with the chart. And the chart was like, and then if he finished it all, he got like this $12 Captain America shield from Toys R Us. But it was really exciting for him. And we were building this habit. So we had to put a reward at the end of it. So think about that. Like, what is a reward when you're creating this habit? What do you hope to get? You know, for medicine, like you said, it would be feeling better. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to break the habits. We have to make habits to reduce our anxiety. So to me, there's some people that look at my phone and see how many emails I have. And they're like, I could not look at that. I would have anxiety. Yeah. For me, I know they're there. So that way it reminds, it's like a mental note of like, I need to go back and answer these emails or I need to do something with these emails. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I'll mark them unread so that I can remember to go or back flag to them. them. Sure. Yeah. yeah. We all have different habits sometimes to reach the same goal. Yeah, it's just different different ways to, to attain it. So yeah, going back to, to, to what you did with, with your son, it's just that, you know, what, what are you longing for, right? Is that cause and effect? See, he was potty trained, right? So now as adults, it's like we have to ask yourself, what, what's, what's the end result? What are we longing for? What do we desire? I desire energy, vitality, but then also peace. There's right. that balance that, that you're looking for. Those structures, that's important because I think many, many individuals, and I know I fall guilty of this, that we focus so much on the goal instead of what you stated earlier is the strategy. How are we going to get there? 
always remind us and remind ourselves of the actual end goal. Like, all right, this is why we're doing it. Because sometimes it becomes mundane. I'm like, why am I doing this? And sometimes yeah. you don't see the, the result yes. right away. I um, think it's interesting for habits. What you like, there's so many tools now yeah. to help that habit stick. So, you know, we have like the daily alarms. We have like, there's this little robot that dispenses your medicine. So you don't take two one day and none the next day, mm-hmm. which I think is a great solution uh, so that you can regulate or at least remember, because I, I forget everything. There's also, you know, different kinds of organizational charts or apps online that remind you like, you know, I, I'm wearing a Fitbit, right? Like 10 minutes to the end of the hour, it tells me to get up and walk around that I haven't hit 250 steps. It could also remind me to drink water. So one of the things I want to make sure people do is use the tools. It's really hard to develop a new habit. So use all the tools and resources that you have to do that. And so to me, that is, you know, a health tracker that can be setting alarms on your phone. Sometimes it's just telling, saying your new habit out loud, right? And being... You know, your habit could be trying to be more positive or trying to be more friendly or like maybe your goal is to say hi to five people a day to, you know, reintroduce yourself into a more social setting. Uh, you know, all of those things are how you create the habit and the tools that you can use to get there. Yeah. Accountability comes to mind, mm-hmm. right? Having an accountability partner, affirmations as well. You know, they have apps. For affirmations? No, for accountability yeah. where you could just work while the other person is also working. And so you're just in a Zoom with this stranger. Wow. So you can monitor each other and make sure you stay focused. That's important. Yeah. Didn't know about that one. Yeah. I thought that was a regular app, but you're actually interacting with someone on that piece. You don't interact. You just make sure the other person doesn't like leave the desk and stays focused. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's that that whole study that, you know, if, if you're not multitasking and focusing on one thing, you're actually more productive than trying to do multiple things at one time. So your brain actually cannot multitask. And that to me has been something that, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I'm a great multitasker. No, you're not. None of us are great multitaskers. Mm-hmm. So your brain will be answering an email. Your phone will ring. You're sending a text. But you, we've all seen it when you're like on Zoom and someone, you could tell they're doing multiple things. And then they're like, I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? Right. It's like, oh, you weren't listening. You're not listening. fully engaged. Yeah. You're multitasking, which yeah. meant your brain detached from this activity and went to a different activity. And so to me, multitasking is is something that, you know, we we say that it's a good trait, um, but it's also an impossible trait. Yeah. And maybe a bad habit. It, it is, right? A bad mm-hmm. habit, right? So there's good and bad habits as, as you started at, at the top of the show. Has your cafecito run out? Go grab another cup. We'll wait for you right here. Please check us out at corkcafecito.com and drop us a message. So the other thing to look at, another piece of the habits is just What's the response or reaction to that, right? When you when you know, let's let's just say someone is not feeling well, right? You go to the doctor's office, hey, you got to change your eating habits, you got to exercise, you got to do all this. Or someone is just trying to wing off sweets, right? They have mm-hmm. a sweet tooth, but they know every time they open up that next candy bar, it's like, okay, 
is this actually propelling me forward to what I'm trying to accomplish or is it setting me back? Right. So now there's that mental accountability, but then, you know, the response is like, okay, let me put it down because the outcome, the, the, uh, desire that I have outweighs more than just that simple, uh, self gratification right now of that. Right. Well, I think food is a really delicate topic because sometimes we reward ourselves for our good habits with food. Yeah. Um, you and know, it could be cultural too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we think about like, you know, oh, what do we say? Las penas con pan son menos. You know, so we we talk about like how if you're having a bad day or if you do comfort eating, that's why they're called comfort foods because they're meant to evoke a comfortable feeling within yeah. us. So when we have these habits, like, you know, you say eliminating sugar, that's really hard. hard. It is. That's a hard habit to or break. limit, not a limit. Eliminate, yeah. but limit some, right? Because some can't, right? Have it. It goes back to that motivation, and and then there's that resistance, right? So I, we we share this because we're all human, right? It's it's not an easy easy road to creating these habits because it's always this mental game, a tug of war in your head, and like, well, shouldn't I? Shouldn't I? Um, I love that you bring up mental. Yeah. And so habits. If followed and done well, they could lower our stress. They can improve our productivity. When we have habits, we have structure and we are more focused. Habits are meant to provide the limits and boundaries. Mm -hmm. The thing that makes a habit stick is that consistency, right? It's that we are going to follow through with what we say we're going to do. So one of the things I love to do, my quirky habits, is I, I make a list. And I'm like, okay, you know, like on Friday, I changed the bed sheets. Part of it is because in my head, I'm like, okay, I want to have the weekend and the brand new sheets, like, and take away the work week. The work week's done. I have new sheets and I'm like going into a relaxed weekend. It's that mind shift of when I change the sheets, my weekend begins. Right. And so associating what that habit means, right? So if I put the cookie down, I'm going to pick up an apple or... What is, what do I want from this and how is it going to bring me peace? Because to me, habits are about structure, peace, and giving you a little sense of like relief because this is what we do and this is how we do it. There's that positive reinforcement on that, what the habits do and bring bring to light. What are your habits? Mine? <laughs> well, I get up when my wife is, is up, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm sensitive to her, but she gets up. And, and so I go downstairs and, and make coffee, get ready, get get my daughter ready for school feed the cat. And there's, there's a habit that I have with her where she's on medication now. So, you know, I kind of use a, a pill hider type of food mm-hmm. to treat. So she's already trained where she comes up. It's like, all right, we could do that. And so then what, what I do is, is all right, we pray every morning as a family. So that's one thing that's important to kind of set that frame of, of mine and, and how my day is going to go. And then uh, I start my day after, you know, I pray with my daughter and my, and, and my wife, then we have a conversation mm-hmm. on the way to work. And I'm like, all right, let me, let me read something, uh, whether it's biblical or just a book that I'm reading, to just kind of fuel me, get get my mind going, and then I start going in chunks, uh, going through the uh, emails. Because before I try to answer every email within the first hour, I'm taking what, what what emails that I miss in the late afternoon, and that's that's what we do, right? And midday, I'll, I'll get back to them. Uh, and if I know that's something that's pressing that I can't have an answer right now, that I have mm-hmm. to do some research. You know, I'll play the sunset rule, as they say in corporate America, right? <laughs> that I'll get back to you before the end of day with something. And then when I come home, I try to shut it down. I want to be present with that because it's, it's always a battle on that. 
what I'm looking into incorporating now is like or some physical activity as well because it's tough. And I'm toying around with getting up earlier than everyone else to get that in, at least if it's for 15, 20 minutes, but get, get something in as, as opposed because it's, it's – and I'm being transparent because I've tried it and I've fallen back uh, into my old habits, but we got to get back on it. So it's just like, you know, riding a bike. How many times did we fall before we got those training wheels off and kept right. going, right? Yeah. So don't beat yourself up. If you're listening to this, don't beat yourself up. Just like, all right, what what adjustments have to be made to continue to get to that the accomplishment of setting that habit? And it's important to honor the habit, but also to make sure that we have breaks, right? Like vacations yeah. where we don't follow those habits, where you indulge a little more or, you know, like I, I did a study one time and we were talking about how we eat when we're at home and how we eat when we're with people. As you know, I was in corporate America, mostly food companies most of my life. So most of my research has been around food. But, you know, when we are at home, we may eat, you know, like a sandwich for lunch or like, you know, for dinner, we may make a salad with just, I love those little pre-mixed back salads and then the rotisserie chicken if we're like soccer night. Like, Mm -hmm. so we have these habits of how we eat at home. The minute we're around other people, our behaviors change. Yeah, they alter. So, you know, I talk about Super Bowl parties. You know, we eat everything for the Super Bowl. Can we say Super Bowl? Or do I have to say the big game? The big game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but your your eating habits change, and your habits change when you're around people. And so that'll bring me to one of my um, probably funniest traits. I love peer pressure. And peer pressure breaks our habits and peer pressure can be good or bad. Like sometimes, you know what, I'm really comfortable and I've decided like I'm going to spend the whole day in bed or watching TV or something. And then, you know, I get a friend, hey, let's go on a walk. And I'm like, mm, I don't want to go on a walk. And then a second friend will be like, are you coming on the walk? And then I'm like, is everyone going? To me, that's a positive example of peer pressure. There are peer pressures that help break your habits, whether it's like food or maybe, you know, calling in sick to work or doing other things where the peer pressure is negative. But I like to tell people when I'm trying to create a new habit, hey, I want to walk every day for half an hour. This is a habit I'm trying to do. So if you go on a walk, check in with me and peer pressure me to get me out. Yeah, there's that support network, Mm -hmm. right? And to, to your point, right now, there's a lot of support networks depending on what area of focus that you have. Well, this has been an interesting conversation. And we'll, I think so, too. I think we could Good elaborate habits, more. Bad habits. Bad habits, absolutely. So if we were to summarize, right, habits are, are, are to cause something, right? They're, they're to solve something, right, to improve something. So what's that desire that you're looking to do? How are you going to do it? And then the solution phase, right? There's that reward that we talked right. about, right? Yeah. What's it solving for and how are you going to feel? I think we all want freedom. We all want peace, And we all want to feel a sense of accomplishment and balance. Agreed. And when you form these healthy habits, you should feel, you know, less stress, more productive. You should feel that sense of security of I'm going to do this and I'm going to follow through with it. And once you create your habit, make a new habit, keep building on it. Sometimes use a habit to remind you of another habit. And then, you know, just find what's going to bring you that sense of accomplishment, but also that sense of security and peace. Don't stretch yourself out with too many habits, one habit at a time. Yes. And have that 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 uh, home base, family-based support network because that's important. So, you know, also l- let your family know what you're out to cause so they can support you as well because that's where it all really happens. Well, time to form some new costumbres. 
let us know what you're what you're working on. And we're here to help too. So reach out to us. You can go to www.corpcafecito.com and contact us with some of your habits. We look forward to it for you tuning in to the next episode of Corporate Cafecito. I am Mario Rodriguez. Y yo soy Nayeli Suarez Gas y aquí los esperamos la próxima vez. Corporate Cafecito was produced in beautiful downtown Oak Park at Boulevard Studio. Audio engineer and editor is Mike Mitchell. We're available on every podcast platform.